This is New York Comic Con 2016, and I'm here with Comics Verse. Hi everyone, I'm Callie, and I'm here with Erica Henderson, who is the artist of Squirrel Girl. Hi. Yeah, so how are you enjoying Comic-Con so far? It's been good. It's always, Comic-Con has so many people, it's always like kind of stressful, but it's like amazing. You know, it's like everything's happening at once, and it's crazy, but it's great. I love it. How is it seeing people dress up as your character? I've seen a lot of Squirrel <laughs> Girls around. I feel like... I think when it first started happening, it was really weird. I think by now I'm kind of used to it, but uh, it's been a couple of years now, so like I finally had time to acclimate, you know. <laughs> so could you tell us about your personal history, your origin story? <laughs> uh, well, when I was about 13, I was bitten by a squirrel. True story. Um, I really was. There's, there's still like... Uh, there's still like a tiny little half moon right here. Yeah, you can still see it. I was in Yellowstone National Park. No, not Yellowstone. Yosemite National Park. And I was feeding a squirrel. And it was very nicely taking nuts. And at one point, it decided to stop wanting nuts and just bit my hand and ran away. It was like, it was suddenly like a real jerk. And that's also when I first found out that squirrels don't really spread rabies too much. Yeah, I know. I didn't need like five shots to the stomach because it's awful. <laughs> I'm surprised you weren't so traumatized that you could like do this. Or was it like a Batman situation where you're in the cave and all the bats come and that's why? I feel like for a long time I was like, squirrels are real jerks. But I, I, got, I got over it. I got over it. Yeah. I've been, I feel like I've been bitten by enough small animals at this point that I'm like, it's fine. Uh, rabbit, um, mice, but they were they were domestic mice, so I didn't have to worry about diseases there either. I went to high school at a actually a school in New York called LaGuardia, which is actually an arts high school, and it's the Fame School. Uh, and then I went to college for film, and after that, yeah, uh, after that I worked in video games for a little bit, and I was doing comics and freelance stuff on the side, and eventually I guess got tired of like the constant layoffs and stuff. And after another layoff, I was like, you know, I have severance, I have some contacts, let's see if I can make this work. So I just decided to go freelance, see how it worked. And that was four years ago? So yeah, it seems to have worked out. <laughs> but the important part is the squirrel story. That's, yeah. <laughs> I fail at life, that's why I became an artist. And I enjoyed that. <laughs> I think it's important to, because we see successful people succeeding, and sometimes it's nice to like acknowledge everybody fails. So do you have a, a fun failure story for us that you want to share? Uh, okay, I, I don't know. I have to think about that because it's we'll like, it. I feel like nobody asked you about those. So it's not like yeah, anything that's, I feel like I've worked on plenty of things that like never went anywhere, which is always annoying. Like I've worked on a couple of indie games after I was outside of, after I was out of like my nine to five game job that like never went anywhere. It's always annoying to be like, hey, I have been working this time, but I have no portfolio pieces to show you. Or like even when I was at game companies, like my first job was at Harmonix, just as rock band, and so I put together like, but by, by someone else's request, it wasn't my decision, like this huge music video prototype thing for a Pearl Jam game, which was so annoying to do, and then it went literally nowhere. Like, yeah. And they were like, well, I guess we'll just use this 
footage we have from their concerts using the background. I was like, I hate you all so much. <laughs> but can you tell us a bit about your artistic process and how you like tackle a comic? Yeah, uh, I mean, the basic steps are, I get the script. I mean, actually first, a lot of times Ryan and I will talk about what we want to do and then he'll put together an outline and script based on that. And then I do layouts. So I sort of do a tiny thumbnail of what, about how basically each page will flow. Like they're really small, they're like this big. And it's literally just to show how the page will move and where the characters will be placed. Because I feel like if you can't get the story to flow, then you're not, you're not getting it. Like if it's difficult to read, then you're losing people already. Like it has to, yeah, I mean, it, but it's also like the art is in service of the story. You have to tell the story with the art. So if you're not doing that, then it's no good. So that's like the most important part really. And then uh, I actually do the next stage on the computer and so I'll draw everything out because it's just faster, so I can make the edits quicker and with deadlines the way they are, constant, that's really important. Then I'll print them out in blue and then I'll ink over that because I like the way real ink looks and then scan them back in and send them off to Rico, the colorist. But uh, that's the basic rundown. And how is it working with Ryan North? Uh, Ryan's great. <laughs> Uh, we we didn't know each other before the book started, and we didn't. Uh, Marvel found us. We didn't actually pitch the book at all. Marvel was pitching it, like editors were pitching it internally, and then they came to us. And we actually didn't even know the other one was on it until the book was approved. So I guess Ryan knew before I did because I got an email from Ryan saying, "Hey, I guess we're doing this book together," and I was like, "Oh." So then I wrote an email to our editor, being like, "Thanks for telling me." I had to hear it from Brian, who I'd never met before. <laughs> Where do you find your inspiration for your drawings? Do you like, because they're very like happy and enjoyable, really fit the mood. Do you like listen to some like pop music while you do it? No, <laughs> totally joking, but anything that inspires you, other artists, for example? Um, it's hard to say what in the moment inspires me. I mean, a lot of it's just like, just needing to tell this story and if the story is a certain way that's how it's got to come out um there are certain things i'll look at um one thing that's fun i look at a lot of capoeira because it's like the most useless martial art like you're mostly throwing your entire body at people which like is really difficult to do but in like an actual fight is like someone's gonna see you do that and get step out of the way but it's also like really visually entertaining. So like, I really like looking at that. I like looking at real athletes. I'm not a huge fan of how most superheroes look because they're based on either models or bodybuilders. And neither one of those things are bodies that are like, bodies made by any sort of like, activity outside of activity designed to make that body like you're getting those shapes based on like I'm working out a certain way so I can look like this but not you know but but not like running to do this or like lifting things a certain way because you have to it's not like you know someone who's farming looks totally different or someone who's like 
doing certain sports look totally different. Yeah, like swimmers always look different than gymnasts. Like, yeah. you, like depending on what you do, that influences your body shape. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a great point. Really yeah. Cool. I love yeah. It. I have like all these photos of Olympic athletes and how different they all look. And I think that's cool. I like I like how different they all are. It's a good answer. Yeah. So if you could control or talk to a horde of animals <laughs> and be half of that animal, half human, I guess, like Squirrel Girl, what animal would you pick? Um, I guess I guess it would have to be dogs because I feel like I talk to all the dogs I see anyway. Like whenever I see a dog, it's always like, hey. How's it going? Hey, buddy. So, you know, I'm already halfway there. Yeah. I already <laughs> talked to dogs, so. Just no responses yet. No, they just sort of like look at you and they're like, they either don't care because they're like their owner's there or they're like, that's like the most you get. So <laughs> where's my food? Yeah. <laughs> so what can we expect from Squirrel Girl in the future? Any fun, exciting team ups or uh, anything you're not allowed? You probably can't tell us everything, but little hints. <laughs> Uh, I guess one thing that we realized this weekend was that we've never had a female villain. So, yeah. So, yeah. We're definitely going to... We're looking into it right now. Chipmunk girl versus squirrel girl, maybe. <laughs> we talked about that, too. But we've been looking through, like, Marvel's whole lineup of... Yeah. And, like, we haven't used any of them, so... I feel like we're mostly saved by Black Cat, but she's in Hellcat right now. We told we're not allowed to use her. We were told explicitly, so. <laughs> anything else you'd like to add? I don't know. Did I not cover anything? Can you show us your drawing that you're working on? It's really good. Uh, someone, someone asked for a derby girl, squirrel girl, for their friend that does derby. So, yeah. Yeah, so uh, thank you so much for talking with me. I'm Callie, and this is Erica Henderson. Thank you for watching, and if you enjoyed this video, follow us on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, YouTube. Check out our website, comicsverse.com, where we have lots of great articles on comics. So thanks again. Have a great con.